Hello, everyone. Welcome to Totally Prize Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. I'm holding up a dime ominously and telling you that that one side is, this is you, this is me, and I'm going to flip the dime. I'm really glad you went with one of the visual bits from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to start with like his dialogue where he's just doing karate moves. Like, do you ever actually study your hand? But that's not like the fun. That's not the part of it I like. So, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I just like when he flip when he does a good magic trick with the dime. It is pretty good when he does a good magic trick with dime. I'll give you that one. Pierre, the little David Lynch boy, taught this guy magic tricks. No, I think this is just one you could learn, probably. Maybe. I don't. I don't know if you can flip well, a dime. I guess you can't v- flip it in his mouth. And yeah. then appear in his mouth and then yeah. land in your hand. <laughs> Up to that point, it was a pretty normal magic trick. That's some teleporting cream corn stuff right there. Yeah, but he never put the cream corn in anybody's mouth. He could have though. That would be terrifying. Man, if Donna Force- <laughs> just cut back to Donna with her cheeks bloated because she's got cream <laughs> corn in them. <laughs> Oh, I would hate Ugh. that. <laughs> the worst. Just the dog shit Just like worst. a little bit of cream corn dribbles out her mouth. Luke, what have you done this week besides <laughs> torture me with this bit? <laughs> uh, I finished Immortality. Good game. Liked it. I liked that game, too. I played it uh, over the weekend. Yeah, I, I had a good time with it. I think that is the best uh, one of those that those folks have made. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I personally did not play her story or telling lies, so yeah. just doing this pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know if I have got a lot to say on it that I didn't either say last time or would be big spoilers, but Immortality, good video game. I recommend playing it. A lot yeah. of fucking in that game. A lot of fuck. You were right. There's a lot of fucking. They filmed a lot of people having sex. And that's fine. Yeah, nothing against it. It's just not something <laughs> you see in, uh, in video games very much. Yeah. Unless that's what you're here for. And even then, it's usually drawn, not acted out. Yeah, it's not usually acted with real people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool game, though. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, Yeah, again, I I would love to talk about it, but everything I want to talk about the, would be shit that we can't talk about. <laughs> yeah, the main thing about that game is it's just kind of made out of spoilers, so... Yes. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you kind of can't talk about it with someone until they've also completely finished it, because... They could take an entirely different order of events than you, so yeah, everything's a spoiler until nothing's a spoiler. We found Luke and I found a number of things that both of us or one or the other did not see. Yeah, I found a whole bunch of really important plot shit like hours after I hit the credits on it. Yeah, like, weird oh, game. Oh, that explains all those things I didn't understand. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I haven't played it yet, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised uh, you didn't start it this week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's 
fair. You got to Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I was, what, two, three days ago now, maybe? I, uh, I, th- I think Lexi brought it up initially about, like, rare platformers being bad, mostly, especially the 3D ones. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I like Banjo-Kazooie a lot, but Banjo-Tooie was pretty bad. And then I sat there for about five minutes and said, well, I'm going to go download Banjo-Tooie and play that now. And I've how's, how's that treating you? It's not a good game. Okay. But I played it when I was, like, ten, so I have yeah. good feelings when I play it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's very, like, that game is just, hey, everyone loved Banjo-Kazooie. What if we made everything about what, Banjo-Kazooie what if, bigger? What if we made Tooie but more? Yeah, just just <laughs> more in every direction. These levels, they're gigantic. Is there more to do in them? Not really. Oh. But they're big, yeah. and that's for an N64 game, that's impressive, right? You need the expansion pack for this one. Great. Yeah. Uh, I thought Banjo-Kazooie was capital F fine. I think that's a reasonable... I think if I played it for the first time today, I'd agree with you. Yeah, I didn't have an N64, so I had it like on the 360 yeah. arcade or whatever. Right, right, it's, right. That yeah, game's no. fine. Yeah. That game is uh, 100% like objectively fine. Yeah. But it is a, again, it is a yeah. pretty solid clone of uh, Mario 64. A better game. A much better game. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, again, played Banjo-Kazooie when I was, like, seven or eight, so that's, like, just an all-time classic, if you ask yeah. me. But also, yeah. yes, it's yes. capital F fine. <laughs> <laughs> not not holding these against you. Don't worry. No, no, totally. Um, yeah, so it's just a lot of, like, you're running around these big, empty spaces. There's not... That many enemy types, because I think they figured out that fighting the enemies wasn't the fun part of Banjo-Kazooie, but I think what they thought was the fun part was the mini-games, because there's so no. many mini-games in Banjo-Tooie. That's never been true of any game. Yeah, I mean, they were fine in Banjo-Kazooie. They gave you a little bit, you know, they shook things up a little bit. But when every other fucking challenge is just, okay, you have to pop the blue balloons for three points, but the green balloons for two points... Yeah, I, I uh, that that was okay the first time. I gotta do this how many more times now? Oh, oh, on this level I gotta shoot the like UFOs and the blue UFOs are worth three points and the green ones are worth two points. Okay, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it's all of them. Oh, it's oh, all this, of them. Okay. On oh, this one I have to jump through the blue hoops for three points, but the green hoops for two points. Okay, uh huh. I'm starting to sense a pattern here, guys. Yeah. Uh, but also you can uh, get Kazooie to turn into a dragon permanently. So I mean, you know, who can say if it's good or bad? Yeah. Um. Isn't. I okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You just uh, like, hold I, down the egg shoot button and she blows fire. It's neat. Yeah. I played on Nears Day 2000, like, you know, the Y2K sure. happening. Yeah. Uh, we played nothing but the multiplayer of Banjo-Tooie where right. uh, it's a first-person shooter where you all have... Uh, Kazooies that you shoot bird uh, eggs out of. Right, because that's the other thing. Rare made Goldeneye after Banjo-Kazooie, and they're like, hey, what if we brought that into our platformer game? People will love that, right? Yeah, yeah. So in some sections, it just turns into a uh, Goldeneye-ass first-person shooter for a little while. (laughs) Check out this other game we made that's worse. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then, yeah, you could do it in multiplayer. Great. Um, You know. Booted up Banjo Kazooie to do a little bit of you know fuck with the stop and swap stuff that they I think they made it work now I don't remember how that works I have no idea 
Yeah, do, I, do you I know I know the stuff about it, but yeah, okay. And how they were like, yeah, that's not how carts work. Well, at, okay, at the time, the I idea believe, right? was supposed to be that the N sixty four doesn't clear its RAM as like instantaneously if you just rip a cartridge out and leave it on. Like a lot of speedrunners do shit like that for weird tricks. Or yeah. there's, like, cool glitches you can do in, like, a Zelda game. If you, okay, pull the cartridge out, like, halfway, but not all the way, and you can fuck with the system RAM or whatever. So their idea was you'll collect things in Banjo-Kazooie, rip out one cartridge, replace it, and because the RAM hasn't cleared, we can check that you collected the item in Banjo-Kazooie and give you a bonus. And, uh, for some reason that didn't work consistently enough that they could actually do it. Weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fun idea, though. It's a fun idea. Uh, so the way it works in Banjo-Tooie instead is in some areas that are kind of hard to find, uh, there are Banjo-Kazooie cartridges running around that you have to, like, break open and get a secret out of. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and then I think they kind of made it work on the Xbox versions just by just checking your saves, because that's trivially easy to do in, like, these days. Yeah. When both games are saved to the same hard drive, it's not nearly as complicated. No. Um, but I think it's also like, well, we also we can't remove like the secret areas you gotta find the cartridges from from Tui that we did to compensate, so I don't know. Now if you do that, you get like some Xbox Live gamer icons. You'll unlock some like special blueprints in nuts and bolts. That's what everybody wants. That's what er I love to get special blueprints in Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Who doesn't? <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's been me just playing mediocre N64 platformers. There's worse ways to live. There certainly is. <laughs> Ashley. Uh, so I have, uh, you know, still been playing Minecraft. Mm -hmm. uh, still. Uh, you know, doing all uh, Saints Row, all the kind of games I've been playing before. I did download the Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> sure. Yep. The uh, their kind of farming village game. Right. Uh, but this time, instead of your friends being uh, cute, you know, animal villagers or uh, people you can date. Right. Uh, this time, they are beloved Disney IP. I see, so you cannot date the beloved Disney IP. No. Mm -hmm, okay. Uh, they have not <laughs> I don't know why this is a very funny choice for me, but uh, for... They have, like, Woody and Buzz in this game, but mm. they're the size of the toys. <laughs> oh, so they're just tiny? <laughs> they're just tiny. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, like, that's a funny decision for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm with Cause, you. Because, like, at some point, they're like, should we have them be, like, human-sized, or should we have them be the size that they are in the thing? I mean, light years out now. He is normal-sized now. No, yeah. that's the human that the toy is based that's, off. Yeah, with. that's the human Please. that the toy is based off. Right. Do you think that eventually you'll meet Lightyear and he'll be like, "Now to be clear, I'm not the other guy you've already met. I'm the There's guy that no he's based on." No fucking way. No, I know. <laughs> uh, I think that you will uh, unlock. I you can already kind of do this. You will unlock items that represent the Lightyear movie series without actually meeting. Sure. The human Buzz Lightyear. Right. Uh, they, they've already built this thing in to put in updates. Oh, yeah, naturally. I mean, listen, I'm, it's a major video game made in 2022. I know how it works. 
Yeah, I, I am sure that they are going to have Star Wars and, and uh, MCU stuff in this by the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I'm kind of surprised they didn't do that from the beginning. Yeah. I feel you like they kind of want to... people for more money. Yeah, I, I bet Disney kind of likes keeping those things sort of siloed off from each other, but you're totally right, it'll bleed through eventually, but... Yeah, like, uh, the times, like, that they did it was, like, I don't know how much they did any of the, uh... The Wreck-It Ralph 2. Yeah. Uh, and they did it in the the Toys to Life game. Right, Which, right. Yeah, like, that That feels what, like, this is in a similar world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, I've only played it for a day, but I've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Scrooge McDuck is your uh, Tom Nook. Sure, of course. Yeah, who else? <laughs> yeah, but he's, like, even more of a bastard. Right. Well, yeah. Well, Tom Nook's kind of mellowed out with age. Well, yeah, but, like, also, like, you know, like, there's been long debates over whether how bad Tom Nook is. Right. Uh, even at, like, his peak. Yeah. Uh, like, they, they do not... Dis- they, uh, they don't worry about having any redeeming qualities to Scrooge McDuck. Right, yeah. Right. As as they should. Yeah, no. Um. So that's uh, all fun. Uh, but the thing that's been taking up most of my mind space, I, I must admit... Uh, Luke, yeah. how do you, how much do you know about the wrestling drama? I know that there's l- wrestling drama with CM Punk. D- did he, like, win something, but then he went and bad-mouthed a bunch of the people that he beat in a way that made everybody feel, like, just angry? You kind of have most of it. Okay. Yes. The, the, the... The kind of key point that you're missing is something that has, like, happened over the last two decades. Sure, okay. I saw somebody say that it, it was the new version of the Montreal Screwjob, and I don't know if that's true. No. No, no but, like... No. It is going to be a, uh, you know, it's a, a backstage moment that is going to be referenced a lot by, I'm gonna guess, various companies. Okay. Uh, and like in that way, yes, but like the the stuff that like went into the Montreal screw job are their own not dumb. egregious to that level, just it, it yeah. got people talking in a similar way. Um and similar people just like going like, No, this is totally part of the fiction. This is Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then being like, Oh shit. Uh but so CM Punk Who's the the guy? Yeah, he won the the title. I don't know if this is still his thing, but was he the straight edge guy? Yes, yes he is. Okay, in in real life, major straight edge. Okay, and would play that up for right being a bad guy. He had the big old X tattoos on his wrists. Uh, there they were wrappings that he put around his arms. But yes, oh, I see. Idea. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he does have straight edge tattooed on his tummy. Okay. He's such a fucking dweeb. <laughs> uh, but he was best friends with a guy called Colt Cabana. Okay. And they were both just like Chicago independent wrestlers. Colt Cabana is kind of a comedy guy. CM Punk's like, you know, a more serious yeah. uh, guy. And so they kind of go their separate ways, but they are still uh, pretty good friends. Okay. 
And so when CM Punk leaves WWE in a big uh, to-do, which also was like a, a huge backstage moment because he quit because of injury and illness that the WWE for sure uh, helped along. Right, that seems kind of what they do. Yep. Yeah. Like, totally in the right of him doing this. Okay. Regardless of what uh, feelings you may have about him as a person. <laughs> right, right. Maybe he was already kind of a dick, but he was in the wrong. Or he was in the right there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so he gives his only interview about it to a to Colt Cabana's podcast. Okay. And they have, um, you know, this big long thing, and eventually they get sued. Okay. By the WWE because they're sure. saying that like some of the things you said on this podcast were false and blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And so they go into a, a lawsuit. Um. And during that time, Cobana meet uh goes to see some of his friends in WWE backstage. While uh, they're in Chicago. Okay. CM Punk sees this as a betrayal. Okay. Uh, and... Because he's an idiot. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I have heard people try to argue that it, like in doing so, it endangered the lawsuits uh, in a lot of way because it made it look like he was get, going to go get a deal. And then I've also seen people who know more about law being like, that's dumb. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I don't really yeah. get how that would work. Yeah. I'm just getting out ahead of myself before sure, someone, before in my someone mentioned. tries to well actually you. Yeah. Uh, and so they had a falling out and CM Punk has like never forgiven him for this. Okay. And it's been like 15 years since. <laughs> has it? No, it's been more like 10. Yeah, I guess so. Ugh. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Again, the 2010s are a fake decade. They didn't happen. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm just doing some math and going, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it was 2014, so it was eight years. Yeah, I've known about wrestling for too long. That's all. Yeah, no, that that's true. Uh, and so during uh, the like post-media scrum of this one where he had just won the big uh, title... He goes off on Cole Cabana, uh, only using his his real name, <laughs> refusing to say his fake name, uh-huh. which is weird, but like also unprompted. Yeah, nobody asked him about him, the guy. Mm-hmm. And he like just does that for ten minutes, and also is like, because. The rumor had there had been a rumor that come out that you know when CM Punk joined this company that Cole Cabana was part of, Cole Cabana suddenly stops appearing uh, on all of their shows. Okay, you can make your connections. Sure, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got really mad about that and said that the uh, vice presidents uh, of the company, who are also wrestlers, uh, leaked that because they hate him. <laughs> okay, so beginning to get a a, a vibe. <laughs> yeah, beginning to understand perhaps a pattern of of uh, behavior here. Yes, and also bad talks. One of the other wrestlers 
for uh, saying in a promo that he doesn't care about workers' rights. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, and calling him a chicken shit coward. Okay. Which he is. Li- <laughs> yeah. Uh, which... No. He- Hangman, the other guy did not say he was a chicken shit coward. Oh, I wish Hangman would have said that, though. He's too nice for that. Yeah. Um, CM Punk called the other guy a, a chicken shit coward, and it was also extremely mad that he wouldn't take his advice. Okay. Uh, and then, so he walks off, and also the entire time this is happening, the owner of the company is just sitting next to him looking like he wants to die. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and so he walks off, and they continue on the, like, you know, mostly in fiction, you know, media things. Yeah. Uh, and then a fight happens backstage. It's still kind of totally unclear what happened. And but the the kind of general consensus is that CM Punk threw the first punch at the uh, you know vice president, <laughs> and uh, one of CM Punk's friends uh, bit a dude. Oh, all right. Yeah. After the guy got uh, CM Punk's dog out of the locker room because the dog was scared. Okay, so there was a, the there guy, was a scared dog in this story, and somebody got bitten, but those two things are only indirectly correlated. Yes, okay. it's when he came back from putting the dog in another room, right. he got bitten. I didn't know there man. was a dog involved. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, it was CM Punk's dog. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also someone uh, got a chair thrown at them. Okay. And I'll just say, like, again, a lot of differencing stories between both sides of this. Right. Both sides agree that a dude bit another dude. (laughs) And like that, it's hard for me to feel sympathy towards. Yeah. You know, the the one where you bit a guy. Uh Uh-huh. That's a, you know... You gotta want it to bite somebody. <laughs> you, yeah. you gotta really want it. There's there's no accidentally biting It's a somebody. lot easier to reach somebody with your fist than it is with your mouth. Yeah, like... You got a lot of like, time to, to rethink your decisions as you're leaning in for that bite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, all of those dudes got suspended. Uh, all the titles that they... Uh, had got taken away from them. Okay. It's unclear. The CM Punk may be fired by the time this podcast comes out. Okay. <laughs> and yeah. also, he is apparently re injured after having just finished being injured. Yeah. And having he to give up the title. It injured himself in this fight. Okay. Well. Yeah, I'll say, I mean, I'm not plugged into wrestling, but I have a lot of friends that uh, follow it. That talk about that it. That talk about <laughs> it. And retweet shit and whatever. I don't think I've seen a single pro CM Punk post <laughs> across this entire thing. You are friends with a lot of anti CM Punk guys, uh-huh. also. The, so you're saying those those pro CM Punk posts are out there? They I'm are. sure they are. Okay. Yes, I, I have seen with them, but a lot of them are even still like he, like oh he's right, he was right to say all this, but he's still embarrassing about it. Sure, <laughs> yeah, he was right to say all this, but maybe wrong to bite. <laughs> Yeah, he didn't bite, to be fair. Oh, he didn't do the bite. Okay, excuse his, me. His he, friend did a bite. Oh, I see. Yeah. He threw a car. 
Or threw a chair. Okay. okay. Yeah, he threw a chair and definitely threw the first punch. Okay. Yes. Uh, It's also very funny to think of the other guys who were involved in the fight as part of, like, an actual fight. Because all of their shit looks so fake all the time. Right. As, like, even, like, part of their their character. Uh Uh-huh. That it's just kind of really hard to, like... People made a lot of good jokes. Sure, sure. It's been a good week on Twitter for making fun of shitty, bad things happening to shitheads. Yes. Sure has. Great week for that. Oh, God, the posting was so good. (laughs) Right after that. Because everyone's like, oh, yeah, normal wrestling show. Kind of disappointing in some ways, good in some other ways. Wait a minute. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) That's CM Punk's music. (laughs) They're not gonna have to pay the licensing for that shit anymore either. So, oh win, yeah, that's gonna be win, so win. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Molly. Uh, I also played Immortality. Yeah. Yes. Uh, cool, cool video game. I don't have anything else to say about it besides what we already talked about. Right. Uh, and then I also watched six movies. You got so into movies. <laughs> Molly got so movie pissed. I, you. Uh, Go okay, ahead, I, I first want to say I was very high. Continue. Sure. <laughs> I was just going to say, and I, I mean this with absolutely no irony or sarcasm. It is su- such blessed energy to watch you getting into all the movies that I liked a lot when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, a number of those movies came out when you were 16. I'm just minding my business, then I see a four-star review for The Big Lebowski from your friend no, Molly was, on no, Twitter. That was, that was three stars, please. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Only three. Only three. That movie's fine. That movie's alright. I like my, it. My dad is going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna be mad? My dad. Yeah, old people are apparently mad about this opinion. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That's, that, I understand, and I totally, yeah, I get it. That is just, like, my dad's favorite movie. So. <laughs> sure. It's sure. an integral part of his being. It's definitely sure. one of those movies that kind of got burnt out in a way that, like, I have not seen it, it in a long time because it's like, I'm, I am bored of thinking about this movie even though I liked watching it. Yeah. Uh, it's also about a burnout, so. Hey, that's true. It's true. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We had Lebowski Fest near where I lived, which is like a big bowling festival. Lebowski Fest? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure, I guess that's a thing you could do. Sure. <laughs> I th- Listen, I think the, like, bowling community doesn't get a lot of, like, big pop culture moments, and they seize the ones they got. Sure. It's like that and Kingpin, and I don't think anyone remembers Kingpin. Yeah. I'm pr- I'm sure that they even like the weird quasi fake sequel to the Big Lebowski. Oh, I didn't know about this. What? Uh, John Turturro made his own movie where he basically plays G- the Jesus. Oh, okay. The what? Uh, the 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 guy who would lick the ball. Oh, that yeah. guy. Okay. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. His his name's Jesus, but he pronounces it Jesus. Yes. Right. Okay, uh, that's a choice you could make, John. Yeah, and like the call, like because the, the Coen Brothers kind of like were like said in some interview, like, oh yeah, like we, if we like made a sequel to a thing, like oh we could do blank, we could do blank. Oh, we had a kind of idea for this, and John Turturro was like, when are you gonna do it? <laughs> and they're like, 
they were oh, like, we're probably gonna do it never. Point. And then he was like, I'm, I'm going to do it. Hey, and hey, they're like, hey, all hey, right. Hey, guys, you remember when I used to get to be in all your movies? How come I'm, How come you're not taking my calls anymore? Hey, what happened? <laughs> Why is George Clooney in them now? <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you replace me with George Clooney? We, we made Barton Fink together. Don't you remember the good times? <laughs> God. Miller's Crossing. It was a great. It was great. People didn't like it at the time, but it's really come back around. It's been culturally reevaluated. <laughs> uh, I didn't watch any of those ones you guys were talking about just no, now. No, no. Sorry. They're good ones. Except for The Big Lebowski. Except for The Big Lebowski. Except for The Big Lebowski. I, I, I watched The Kills Bills. Yes, you did watch The yes. Kills Bill, Volumes um, 1 and 2. I, I watched Volumes 1 and 2. Uh, I like the second one a lot better. I also like the second one a lot better. First one drags a little bit. It drags, there's that whole middle part that just shouldn't be there. Also, there's, there's that, like, really big fight scene near the end with, like, the huge room of guys, and it's cool, but it it's does cool, just kind of keep happening. but then they added another room of guys. It does just kind of keep going at a point room. where, like, no, I get it. She's gonna kill a lot of people. I understand. Uh, uh, Quentin, I don't think you needed two movies. It kind of seems like you didn't need both. Uh-huh, uh-huh. He's yeah. threatened for years he'll edit them into one movie whenever he has some free time. Great, that'd be a better movie. <laughs> Maybe. No, I don't think he's going to cut anything. Thing, I don't think he's going to cut much or anything. Oh, okay. He I may think he wants to make like a three things. and a half hour movie out of it. Well, that's no good. Yeah. That's no good at all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and then I also watched Inside Man, which I have seen before. I watched that when it was in theaters. That movie fucks. I've seen that movie, but it's been so long I barely remember it. Uh, it's great. I like it a lot. Denzel Washington is one of the men of all time. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I, yeah, I always, like, have said, like, other people have, but, like, it's weird that we just don't, like, constantly say how Denzel Washington is one of the best actors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched 310 to Yuma. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and that movie's pretty good. Russell Crowe, also one of the men of all time. He's sure. very hot in that movie. <laughs> Uh, I I love when an evil cowboy has a heart of gold. You know what? That's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't love that? Who doesn't love that? And then I watch No Country for Old Men, which just fucks supremely. That's it a sure great movie. Cool. Does <laughs> movie fucking rules? Dude. Yeah. That was one of the movies I watched her in uh, film college, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would have that would have been brand new at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. We got like a we got like a, a print. Damn. Uh, and we watched that it, rules. and I was like, it, listen, I don't have a lot of great memories of college. Sure. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. It's just, um, uh, you know, you can do some cool murders when you have uh, a weird cow gun. Yeah, it turns out, if it, the cool things you could do with compressed air, here we go. <laughs> Love to have a giant, like, bolt gun powered by compressed air in one hand and a silenced shotgun in the other. <laughs> so fucking sick. Like it's the silencer's cool bigger than the shotgun, because it has to be. That man is so scary and He's, so cool. Uh-huh, yeah. People lost their minds over that like portrayal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I also always remember getting it and no country uh no country for old men and there will be blood mixed yes, up. It's because the they, same movie. I mean, it's extremely not the same movie, but they did no. come out the same year, and they both they came like, out at the same time, and they were both cowboys. And they they're both in the desert. In the American yeah, okay. West. Are they not cowboys? All right. No, that's they're cool. like no. he's like an oil uh, baron. Yeah. Oh, well, that's less fun. I mean, he wears a cowboy hat. 
That's good enough. Sure. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's also an extremely good movie. Yeah. I, I extremely remember a SNL sketch where uh, it was Bill Hader playing uh, There Will Be Blood guy hosting a food channel show with the guy from No Country for Old Men. Great. Just, to <laughs> Just two intense weirdos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about milkshakes. Right, right. Sure. Because that was also the thing. That was the thing. That was the hottest meme of 2007. Oh, Because he has a thing about how uh, him stealing another guy's oil, and he's like, you see, I've got a milkshake, and you've got a milkshake. And I've got a straw. And my there it straw. is. goes all the way over there. All and right. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. I drink it up. This was a serious movie. It won awards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking rules. He won an award for best actor. Uh-huh, yeah. And he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because he could give that monologue and be terrifying. <laughs> God. All right, uh, sure. I, I, I want to, like, kind of, because I have not watched as many movies in the last week. Mm-hmm, I only mm-hmm. watched uh, Man with the Golden Gun. Right, the movie energy is draining from you into Molly. <laughs> yeah, I... Just to be sure, and like you know, stake out my claim. And <laughs> yeah, uh, I am very excited that Letterbox is adding a uh, patron feature where you can choose which poster you want <laughs> as the poster to represent yourself for a movie. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking of choosing one from a uh, film festival that makes uh, Fire Walk with Me look like a teen comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Great. Uh-huh. Where the tagline is, "She's going nowhere, and you're not coming." <laughs> That—that's a line for that movie. <laughs> We're gonna come back next week, and Molly's gonna be like, "Yeah, so uh, I watched Bicycle Thieves, and then I watched some <laughs> Tarkovsky movies, some really great films." <laughs> Don't watch Pro- Bicycle, Bicycle Thieves. Not. <laughs> you're good. Don't watch Bicycle Thieves. I only watched, okay, I only watched The Big Lebowski because I was looking up, because you guys were making fun of me because I watched No Country for Old Men, which is not one of the Coen Brothers movies <laughs> you told me to watch. I mean, that's true, I, but it's a good Coen Brothers. Listen, I am pro No Country. I wasn't making fun of you for this. Okay, well, somebody I, did. I, I, I said I thought it was funny, but I was glad that you watched it. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, okay, fine. I'll look up one of the other ones. Yeah. And the only one that was immediately available for free was the Big Lebowski. So that's fair. That's where yeah. I ended up because it's just on Tubi or whatever. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I because uh, I I said that I prefer their comedies over their dramas. Sure. Uh, with uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou probably be my favorite theirs. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think Fargo is probably it for me. Yeah, that's another, and that's like it. It's a comedy, but also it has some good dramatic bits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pris wants me to watch Raising Arizona with her, so I will That one's that. also fun. That's, yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, the, the main thing I know is it's got Nick Cage in it, so. Hey, it's also got John Goodman in it. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. He's doing My stuff. My dad got mad at me as a child for not knowing, <laughs> like, as a, for, as a teenager, for not knowing Raising Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's it's his job to teach you. Yeah, it's his I, fucking I job. <laughs> he he realized this, but like for a second he was like, "How the fuck do you not know?" <laughs> right. Oh, I did. Oops, forgot to turn the backup on you guys. Uh oh. Well, I'm sure well, it's fine. 
It's turned it's on fine. now. All right. So, great. Okay, so if anyway. Start, if you're just listening to, <laughs> listening to us, something went horribly wrong. Yeah, if we didn't say anything before that, well, now you know. Yeah. Um, Anton anyway. Chigurh and Red from Twin Peaks should meet up and do coin tricks at each other. Is that the guy's name, Red? Yeah. Yeah. Anton Chigurh is so much cooler, though. Well, yes, thing. I mean, yes. He does have the scariest haircut known to man somehow. Yeah. If that if that guy showed up in Twin Peaks, I would not be surprised. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't bat an eye. <laughs> but I would stay away from him. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, Twin Peaks? Twin anyway, Peaks. Uh, big ups to Queen Elizabeth, who loved Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, big ups. No. 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 No, big, big downs. Big downs. No. You don't have to hand it to her. <laughs> no one has you to can't. hand anything to her now. Yeah. She's dead. You can't because she's yeah. fucking dead. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Onward. Yeah, we watched uh, Twin Peaks The Return Part 6, a.k.a. Twin Peaks Season 3 Part 6, a.k.a. Twin Peaks A Limited Event Series Part 6, a.k.a. Don't Die. Yeah. Yeah. That just reminds me of, like, a really bad... Like, the title of that reminds me of, like, a really bad horror movie tagline. Yeah, it's not a good title. It's not a good title. It's not, it a, reminds not me a good of, name. It reminds me a lot of the... You die in the game, you die for real. Sure. <laughs> Stay alive. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what other quote I would use from this episode for the title. You've given me a lot to think about. No, I don't know. Uh, unfortunately, there's uh, not a lot going on here. Um... I know what you're saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> I understand where you're where you're coming mm-hmm. from. Uh, two weeks two weeks in a row, faithful Twin Peaks viewers turned on <laughs> their Showtime subscription they paid money for. Uh-huh. To watch Twin Peaks the yeah. return. Uh-huh. And were greeted with one hour of zero events. Mm, I mean I think two weeks in a row. I think you'll find there were several events. I I think there are some events in this that are, like, you know, payoffs of things that they have set up in the early episodes. Right. I'm also just not sure if those payoffs were good. Mm, mm, okay, well. Uh, we, we have op- to get to the scenes first, because I can't remember off the top of my head. So. Yeah, we open right where we left off with uh, Cooper alone at the statue of David Lynch's dad. Uh, he has gotten distracted by his sleeve. Not really clear what the issue is, but he's just kind of pulling on it. He just... Yeah, uh, I listened to another Twin Peaks podcast yeah. about this just because I wanted to get some... Yeah, yeah. Feel, like, think about some feelings that I had sure. on this, and they were saying that uh, he's trying to take it off because it's nighttime. Oh, sure. I could see but that. But he can't get it off because of all of the stuff in his right, hand. Right, because he's holding his other sleeve up. Yeah, that, that might be it. It's just, it's big, like, did you ever have a day when your parents forgot to pick you up from school? That's that's the energy he's got here. Yeah. yeah. Like, all the other kids went home. I'm just waiting outside. Yeah. Nobody, I don't know how phones work. Yeah. Uh, and the, uh, I, get- I, I only got my flip phone, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of I'm out of uh, prepaid service. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh And the cop that kind of told him that there was no loitering last time comes back to be like, "Sir, I told you you got to leave." And yeah, you you get the idea. Like this happened like maybe at like 
most like five minutes afterwards. Yeah, probably wasn't that much longer. Um, and Cooper keeps trying to like reach up and touch his badge because you know, hey, cop stuff that activates him. And uh, he's like, oh, I, I I love the cops. Right. Uh huh. Uh, and the cop just keeps being like, no, sir, please don't touch my badge. Um, sir, sir, have you been drinking? You know, you can immediately tell something's wrong. And uh, Cooper just starts muttering about, you know, he lives on Lancelot Court with the Red Door, and the cop is just like, all right, let's 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 take you home. Let's, let's get you out of here, bud. Yeah. Uh, I like this cop a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this is the same actor that plays um, Nacho's dad on Better Call Saul. He's just a good, like, he's got a warm energy to him. I like him. Yeah, th- this is really all I need for me to, like, really get through all this Dougie stuff is, like, just, like, Every like three or so episodes, someone who like, I was like, oh no, like, yeah, there's, yeah. There's at least one human being in this world who looks at him and goes, ooh, something's not right here. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I need to like help this guy as much as I can, right. and like, I just need that like every three episodes or so. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, and yeah, so they bring him home. Uh, Sunny Jim's up in bed. Janie E answers the door, and the cops are like, hey, did. Do you know this man? He says he lives here. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my husband. And they just kind of... Oh, yeah, that's my husband. I forgot him at work. Right. They just kind of have a conversation where he, the cop is just like, yeah, I don't know. He just seems disoriented. And Janie's just like, yeah, that's on a good day. Anyway, thanks a bunch, officer. Uh, And, like, he goes to touch the badge again, and they start talking about that. He's like, yeah, I don't know why he likes my badge. And she's just like, yeah, he, he likes he likes badges anyway. Thank you. This is the moment for me when I was watching it for the first time where I was like, oh my god, Dougie is just my dad. Oh, jeez. Oh, beans. This is where it really... Oh, cl- uh, oh yeah, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when my dad uh, really didn't have uh, the symptoms from his brain damage under control, he was Dougie Jones, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And also, Janie E talks a lot about him, like my mom talks about my dad. So it was very like, oh, oh, this got weirdly real in a like plot line that's very fake. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, they also point out there's like an unmarked envelope uh, on their doorstep that she takes in, and uh, once again, she's gonna fix him a sandwich. That's what we got. That's what we yeah. got. She's just a good. Uh, a sandwich is like a bag of chips. Yeah, get some a little like individual bag of chips, like you put in a kid's lunch. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just eating his sandwich, eating his chips, and uh, they're just talking. And she's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, Dougie, I'm really sorry. I forgot that you didn't have your car. Where's your car, by the way?" And you know, no answer. Don't worry about it. You're not gonna find that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna get a call. You're gonna get a call about that in a couple. <laughs> yeah. In an episode or two. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, she sees the case files, and he's just like, "Oh, the case files, case, case files." Case he's, <laughs> I lo- he's into the fact that he's got case files to work. He loves it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's pumped. Yeah. Uh, but she tells him to go upstairs and say goodnight to Sunny Jim, and he just takes his chips with him to go do that. I'm munching, like, come on, now. yeah, come on, come on, yeah. Uh. I, I, I still cannot get over Sunny Jim and Janie. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the names are bizarre, huh? Oh, they're bizarre in like different ways, right? Because Janie is just that's not a name. People aren't named that. No. Sunny Jim is just the most generic, like like that's leave it to Beaver's like next door neighbor is named Sunny Jim or some shit, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, David Lynch is like, what's a regular name I know? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so he goes in to Sonny Jim's room, who he's got, again, just very like 50s family sitcom. He's just got like a cowboy themed room. Yeah. Uh, And yeah, Cooper just sort of sits down on the bed with him and... uh, yeah, I, I like that he has, like, a connection with Sonny Jim. It's nice. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah, yeah like, they, yeah, they have all of, like, the real human moments with Dougie Cooper are all with Sonny Jim. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. We're, and and maybe that's because he's half Black Lodge. <laughs> right, Sonny Jim yeah, doesn't cause... talk that much and doesn't really seem to pick up on anything being weird with his dad. And is just like, well, will you stay with me uh, until I fall asleep? Can I leave my cowboy light on? And, like, it's got a clapper set up, so he claps to turn it on. And then they and, just start, and like... Cooper loves this. Yeah. <laughs> they just start, like... It turns into a game where they just keep clapping it on and off with each other. I also, like, Cooper tries to give him a potato chip, and he's like, Oh, I've already brushed my teeth. So he just sets yeah. it gingerly down <laughs> on his bed. Here you go. Beautiful. <laughs> I got this for you for later. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're gonna get hungry little, tonight. Little, little snack. Little snack. It's going to be crumbs by the time you want it, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, 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 apparently, uh, he does something backwards in this again. Yeah, yeah I Pris, this Pris one. pointed. Yeah, yeah. Pris pointed screen. I, I didn't see it despite rewinding to see it. Is one of the claps backwards or something? I don't know. I don't. Pris, do you remember what Sonny Jim did backwards in this one? Uh, it's earlier on. He like looks down and up. Oh, he like looks down and up backwards. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, when he's looking at his book or whatever, I I believe it. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, she's got an eye for it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I have the opposite of an eye for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I knew about the blink, but only because I had seen other people talk about it and went back and looked for it. But yeah, it's definitely a thing. Where now and then there's like a quick shot of Sunny Jim where he's backwards, like a lodge spirit. Yeah. Um. But while they're playing with the clapper light, uh, Janie opens up the unmarked envelope and finds a photo of Dougie with Jade. And uh, just kind of angrily yells for him to come down there and uh, just kind of marches him to the table like, oh, what is this? Huh, buddy? Oh, Jade. Yeah, he's just like, oh, it's my friend Jade. <laughs> he's my just, pal. He's excited to see her. Jade, give two rides. Oh, she sure I did. She did. Oh, I bet she did. <laughs> Uh, so she's mad because this was clearly left by the mobsters that Dougie owes money to, which means he didn't call them to set up the drop. So yeah. Now she's got to deal with that tomorrow. She was going to take him to the doctor, because clearly he's had some kind of episode, but now he's, she's got to deal with this instead. Ugh. Buddy, I, uh, ma'am, you're being kind of weird about this. Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she's kind of weird. Yeah. I, I mean. I know. Again. Seeing a lot of my mom and Janie E right now. <laughs> yeah, ma'am. <laughs> Which I guess makes me the weird little person. backwards boy upstairs. That's so true. <laughs> Luke, you are kind of a little backwards boy. Yeah. With your with your little 3D glasses and your backwards shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I was an adult when this happened with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those things where if I'm watching it like in isolation, I'm like, well, this is just not how people act. And I'm like, oh, wait, no. My family no, acts this way. Yeah. <laughs> um, very funny to see this uh, candid photo of him in the fat suit. 
Yeah. Of the the shittiest fat suit in history. Right. Come on now. And then, yeah, while she's scolding him, the phone rings and it's, it's the, the criminals. She's just like, oh yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. How much does he owe you? Oh, $50,000. Where's he supposed to get that kind of money? Oh, what are you going to do if he doesn't give it to you? Break his legs? That's going to make it even harder for him to get that money. <laughs> I appreciate that she is trying to girl boss her way out of a ransom. Yeah, and you know what? She she succeeds. <laughs> and she does it, so. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Queen of all time. Uh-huh. That specific bit kind of almost worked. Like, let me watch a guest on Always Sunny. <laughs> oh, God, she was good on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like also while she's trying to uh, argue with the mobsters, she like you know puts her finger to her mouth to shush Dougie, and Dougie and like reaches out to put his re- finger on her <laughs> mouth, just, <laughs> like helping. slapping him away while she's yelling at the mobster. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she hangs up after arranging a meeting, and then tells Dougie, you know, ah, you know, getting you out of this mess, but you gotta, you gotta stay up and do all your work that you brought home because we don't need you getting fired. So do all that. That's the last thing we need. That's the last thing we need on top of all this. And uh, does this, is this when he starts working on him? I think so. Yeah, I don't. I think we just stick with this still. I'm fast forwarding. Uh, yeah. No, first, first Mike shows up. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike does show up, and he's up. like, "No, seriously, you need to take care of this. <laughs> you need to wake up. Everyone wants you to wake up." Right. Mike is very much like. Listen, man, it's episode six. Uh, this was kind of cute at first. When are we get into the Agent Cooper stuff, though? I know yeah. David got 18, but it can't just be this for 15. <laughs> it can't be this for 17. <laughs> um, also, we get the the, uh, the stoplight. Yeah, we do get a shot of the stoplight as we transition into Mike uh, again, groping around the Red Room to find Cooper in the real world. Um, I, I do love this little repeated thing where he's like, where the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I love yeah, that it's, it's like, almost right. like the real world is invisible in the red room and you just got to kind of fumble around to find the right spot. <laughs> yeah, he's f- like, all right, the there, there's a window around here somewhere. Or it's like his arms are antennas that he's got to like get him into the right position to transmit. <laughs> Does he, has every time he's seen him been near electricity or fire? Uh, the No, last time it was a chair. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh well, okay. Yeah. I guess that's I guess that's red roomy. Yeah, it's red room. But yeah, you're right. He's phasing in over it's a, in front fireplace of a fireplace. It's a fireplace. So I was just thinking out loud. Yeah, totally, totally. I think it was like a red chair with a white blanket on it, so it was kind of like yeah, yeah, getting a connection that way. Um, but yeah, Mike gives us the episode title here, where he's just saying "Don't die" over and over again. Yeah. Uh, backwards again. I love Al Strobel. I wish he didn't have. Let him talk forwards. He's so please good. Just, yeah, please just let it back on the show. I, I wouldn't yeah. complain. I, I understand people are backwards in the red room. I'm not going to get on Reddit and whine if he talks forwards to Cooper in these bits. Yeah. Yeah. Just let Elstrobel be Elstrobel. He's great. Yeah, please let him do his thing. Uh, it, yeah. Watch, watching this and like thinking about this, I kind of got that when we were talking about the prisoner. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this was only supposed to be, like, eight episodes or what the fuck ever. Sure. And you're like, oh, yes, I can obviously tell, like, in my head what those eight episodes would be. And then when we read them out, it's like, oh, no, not at all. Right, yeah, all the ones that you really wanted it to be were the ones they had to add. <laughs> and it's just one of the things where it's like, 
Yeah, I think that we, like, we have similar ideas of what, like, Twin Peaks is and what this should be. But, right. like, the moments you think are the peak of that right. are not the ones that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and it, it does feel very much like, oh, backwards talk, that's a Twin Peaks thing, right? Have more backwards talk. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, again, this show very much seems like it's kind of playing with, like... Not just what Twin Peaks was, but, like, what Twin Peaks turned into in, like, pop culture. Uh, but anyway, last week, uh, y'all predicted that... I think, Molly, you specifically this, said... Yeah, Molly. Uh, oh, yeah. are we gonna do a thing where the disabled guy uh, can magically do all the paperwork really fast? And you called it, except for the part where it's really fast. Did I say really fast, <laughs> yeah. or did I say, like, perfectly? No, you said really fast. Alright, well... <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, he does it in a weird way. Sure. But yeah, uh, as y'all, uh, foresaw, he can see green dots on the page that, yeah. you know, are telling him where to mark with a pencil, which he's sort of struggling to use. He's got just kind of clenched in his fist. Uh, and we just get a long sequence of him working his way through these case files and just scribbling on them or drawing lines or sometimes doodling a little ladder from one field to another. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's drawing a bunch of like ladders and stairs, which I was trying to figure out like, okay, what kind of, is he marking a scam type or? Yeah. But, you know, I I don't know enough about insurance scams. Yeah. I also sure. don't know if we're 100% supposed to understand this. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I think that's part also of it part is of it. like, you know, it might be him drawing things that he's seen, like, you know, he climbed a ladder in, you know, episode three or whatever, but I don't know if that's actually a point of connection, or if it's just two things that are, look the same. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because I guess, it, yeah, he hasn't really done anything with stairs, really. Yeah. Um, this is the point where, when the first time I was watching this show, I was getting anxious. Where, again, I was like, okay, we're into episode 6 out of 18 and yeah. nothing has happened yet guys <laughs> I get so it so maybe you understand why we keep saying oh, nothing's happening to be clear <laughs> I completely understand yes <laughs> it's just that you yeah. are at this point where you go like no 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 you misunderstand these are the things well yes that's that's part of it part of it's just part of it's it's fun to be a contrarian sometimes just a little stinker uh <laughs> I've never heard that about you. No, never. Um, but yeah, it was just, just very much like, okay, I get it that we're like doing something with this Dougie stuff, but like, are we ever going to get my good friend Agent Cooper on this television show about Agent Cooper? Maybe, please. <laughs> oh, oh, he's just, oh, he's turning the page and drawing on another one, huh? Okay. Okay. I just, you guys seem like you're really eating up a lot of time with this. <laughs> We have so much we have to get to, guys. Don't worry. Someone else will look through all of these also very slowly. Oh, oh he's opening another folder and doing more drawings. Okay. All right, David. <laughs> 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 Whatever you say, man. <laughs> You're the genius. Yeah. All right. Uh, obviously... People on, like, fucking Reddit or whatever, you know, really poured over these insurance documents because they must have important clues in them. <laughs> or else, why else would we, we be looking at them for so long? My friend, they are insurance documents. <laughs> They're insurance documents. About the only thing you can really pull out is the name Anthony Sinclair appears on a bunch of them, which is the guy that was, like, the liar at Isn't the meeting. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. 
That's it. I think we figured out what the intention of the episode was supposed to be. Right. I've, I've solved the scene. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we just, you know, Cooper's got a lot of work to do. And, uh, you know, he can't really... Listen, he'd love to be doing fun Twin Peaks stuff as much as you, but he's got so much paperwork he's got to finish first. He's got a lot of case files. Uh, he works through those case files as we cut over to Albert, who is finally going to meet Diane. Uh, well, I guess we didn't actually know it was Diane until this episode, but yes. We just found yeah, out. It's Diane, uh, which means Pris called it, and neither of y'all did. That's true. Pris did call it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was very funny when... Pris and I were talking about this episode afterwards. She's like, you know, if David didn't have 18, Diane might have shown up and had lines in one episode. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 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 she just kind of turns around. Right. Yeah. Albert gets uh, out of his car. Uh, I do love he, this little Albert scene. Yeah, it's pouring yes. rain. He gets his umbrella out. He mentions it's like 34 degrees outside, and he just starts cursing out Gene Kelly. Fuck you, Gene Kelly. Motherfucker. <laughs> I don't understand why. Gene Kelly is the uh, star of Singing in the Rain. Oh, okay. Which honestly yeah. doesn't actually explain it. Yeah, he just hates Gene Kelly, maybe. Other than it's just an association between Rain and Gene Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but it's also just a funny line. It's just funny, and, it, you know, yeah. obviously, Miguel Ferrer, good at delivering lines. Uh, but yeah, he goes into the bar, uh, and uh, he finds a blonde woman sitting at the uh, the bar, and he goes, oh, Diane. And she turns around and says, hello, Albert. And it's Laura Dern, oh my gosh! Laura Dern the playing Dern. Diane. Anyway, enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. We don't need any more of this. Yeah. That would be too much. Uh-huh. Please. She's already said two words. <laughs> you gotta you gotta save it. Uh, They're paying her for multiple episodes. Yeah. So I am very excited that we're getting to Laura Dern finally. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I it, all of my uh talking about like the, the women characters in this season. Yeah. Are all like underscored with? Listen, I know that David Lynch loves Laura Dorn more than anyone. Yeah, uh huh. And I know that she's in this season. Yep, <laughs> yep. And yeah, she's coming. <laughs> she's technically here, but like not. She's really. here, not really. Yeah. No. Um, but uh, yeah, we cut over to Twin Peaks, where oh, excuse me, where uh, a drug deal's going down between Richard Horn and Red, a guy we saw for, like, one shot back in episode two. Yeah, uh, I think Sally oh, was I guess at him. Did. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy that, like, does a finger gun at Shelly. Shelly, yeah. yeah. Right. Not Sally. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, he's just got a couple, like, armed goons with him as Richard tries he... out the new drugs he's brought in. He's got, like, one armed goon. And the implication of others. There's two. There's one on the side of the car. There's a second guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. He's just not in the frame for most of this. Uh, but we do find out they are bringing these drugs down from Canada. Bobby's just failed to catch them. So perhaps, My God. perhaps these are actually Canadian designer drugs. Nah, they're definitely imported from China. So. Nah, right. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> I just like the idea of Canadian designer drugs. Yeah. Well, they're, you know, uh, and also Canada's still evil. Canada's so still evil, thank God. They have, not, they have not excised that part of it. No. <laughs> uh, That's as fundamental as the Red Room and talking backwards. Absolutely. Evil Canada is a <laughs> crucial element of Twin Peaks. Um, but yeah, uh, Richard is just 
a little shit, as he always is. He's just like, oh, yeah, wow, these drugs are something else. I think I'm a little bit high. Ah, anyway, you want to go do some crimes? You look cool. You want to be my crime dad? And uh, Red just starts doing, like, karate moves in front of him. This is like, you ever really look at your hand? You ever study your hand? <laughs> Seat is so weird. I like this little town you got at Twin Peaks. And Richard's like, oh, yeah, it's great, right? Because everyone's fucking stupid and you can rip them off and do, dr- like, sell them drugs. And Red's just like, why would you say that? I just said I liked it. <laughs> why are you insulting <laughs> this on, town man. I like? Uh, Clearly, and, you don't understand the vibes, Richard. Yeah, Richard, uh, A, would not understand the vibes sober, and B, is high. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah. Uh, oh, um, huh. uh, A lot of this is like, the acting in this scene of Richard is him realizing that he is way more high than he th- thought he was yeah. the previous minute. Yeah, way more high and way less cool than he thought he was. Yes. Uh, I also like when Red just breaks up the conversation just starts stomping really hard. He goes, sorry, I got a problem with my liver. <laughs> Balthazar Getty doing a great job in this scene. I love to watch him. Yeah, no, he's, he's great. Uh, yeah. I just don't care about Richard at all. Uh, and also, he's just kind of standing there like an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Richard's just like, oh, uh, well, anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, boy, I'm here. Uh, yeah, Red also doesn't care about Richard. Fucking hates this stupid kid. He calls yeah. him a kid, which pisses Richard off. So Red does a coin trick at him. Yeah, which did he, not help. He says kid, and then, like, he's like, don't call me kid. All right, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First yeah. He cracks up laughing for, like, 30 seconds. Anyway, so here's the deal, kid. Check out this coin. Yeah, and yeah, Richard Horn does not fucking go back on that. Yeah. Red flips the coin. It goes up in the air off screen and they're watching it. And immediately you notice, wait a second, this is taking way too fucking long to come down. It cuts to the coin flipping in air in slow motion. They're still watching it. And then all of a sudden, Richard's like, ugh, ugh. And reaches into his mouth and it's in his mouth now. Yeah. And then he looks down and it's not in his hand anymore. Because it's falling through the air again, and Red finally catches it. Sick. It rules! Yeah, I guess. Oh, no. The, I, no, it was pretty good. I liked it. I fucking love this scene. Yeah. This this scene was good. Yeah. <laughs> even even though I don't care for Richard, yeah. Red is making up for a lot here. Yeah. 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 I, I liked Red. I, I felt more ambivalent about the magic trick. Yeah. The, the magic trick is just, it's very, it's everything I want to be looking at. Uh, so yeah, oh, the, the heads is me, the tails is you. Heads I win, tails you lose. And Richard's like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> why is why is this guy Mephistopheles? Like? What is happening here? <laughs> I did kind of do the Mephistopheles voice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Richard looks like he, they're about to make him cry because they styled on yes, him with a coin trick. Yes, he's about to start sobbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Anyway, new Fat Trout uh, trailer park. Fat Trout trailer park's in Twin Peaks now. <laughs> it's in Twin Peaks now, I guess. New location. <sighs> and yeah, Harry Dean Stanton still running it. Ah, oh, love to see him. He's still here. I'll say, we've talked a lot about like, oh my god, this person hasn't aged a day. Harry Dean Stanton looks 25 years older. He sure does. Yeah. And he wasn't particularly young in uh, <laughs> no, Firewalk yeah, with he me. Is, uh, he is just kind of... Hey, Harry Deep Stan has also always looked like an old man. Yeah, he looked middle-aged yeah. from, like, 20 onward. 
and yeah, now he's just kind of, you know, he's smaller now, his hair's all gray. But yeah, hey, I love to see him still. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's got like a van to drive him into town, and a guy that uh, lives at the trailer park is like, oh, hey, can I catch a ride with you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And He says uh, he needs to pick up Linda's mail. Right, right, right. Which is one, the other name. That's true. We have now heard both a Richard and a Linda. Hmm. Hmm. What could it mean? I don't, know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, as they're driving, they're just kind of talking, um, and you know about like, ah, uh, we finally got the government to get Linda a wheelchair, but like they're barely helping us, and they're just like, ah, fucking government. Anyway, you want a cigarette? Uh, yeah, I really do, but I quit. I can't. I'm sorry. I've been smoking cigarettes every day for the last 75 years. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I will be lighting up next to you now. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you quitting's not my problem. Not my yeah. fucking problem. <laughs> also, I will not move over to the next seat. That's true. He really is crowding this I'm guy. I'm staying right the fuck here. <laughs> yeah, like they're like in a big van and like in the back seat. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, this guy's just like, what do you go into town for every day, Carl? He's like, I don't know, sit in the park. Get to be my age, you don't have anything to look forward to anymore. Damn. Yeah. Oh, wow. You just, wow. Harry Dean Stanton, hello. What? Ashley just sent us a picture of young Harry Dean Stanton. Wait, where? Oh, there it is. It didn't come through for me yet. Oh, sir, hello. Howdy, partner. (laughs) (laughs) On all all of the uh, like cowboy and gangster shows of like the fifties, yeah. As like just guy, you know, guy with gun. Uh huh. Uh huh. But yeah, then we cut over to the double R. Everyone's favorite character, Heidi's back. Heidi's back. I I popped. I was psyched. Yeah. One of a select few actors to get to be in every iteration of Twin Peaks. (laughs) <laughs> She's in season one, season two, the movie, and the return. Good for her. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's two things she loves: being in every Twin Peaks and fucking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all we know about her. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this is implied to be like her daughter, and I I do love that they have the same laugh. That is true. Yeah, I didn't think about that being her daughter, but it totally could be. You're right. Um, I, yeah, I wasn't sure. It it, it feels like it. Yeah, they, I, I can they see They have it. you know a similar enough build. Yeah, that. they got similar builds, and, sort of similar faces, similar disposition. Yeah. yeah, I could buy it. Yeah. And yeah, like when they start like laughing, it's like the same like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's her name? Is it? No, different character. I don't know this lady's name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Fine. she's just telling a story about like, well, oh, and then I drove past here and I thought, oh, I need me a piece of double R pie. And yeah, it's just, there's, well, it's, she's like, well, they said, you know, they had a cupcake. I bet they have a cupcake with my name on it. Sure enough, they did. Yeah. And then I came here and, you know, I'm sure they have some pie with my name on it. And sure enough, they did. Yeah. Two of them, in fact. Yeah. She's cute. She's cute. Yeah. Um, And yeah, they kind of. Mentioned that she's a teacher. She's like, oh, the, the kids he's, this year are so cute. Oh. And, uh, yeah, she pays and kind of leaves them, like, a pretty nice tip and then leaves. And Heidi and children were like, she cannot afford to be giving us a tip like that. Yeah. yeah. We should do something nice for her next time she's in here. We, we should treat her. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, a nice scene of nice people. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, time to see one of those little kids get murdered. Anyway, time for <laughs> child death. <laughs> uh, Richard yeah. is driving down the street in his uh, big old truck. Oh, go ahead. I, we went by already, but like the the guy that um, Harry D. Stanton Carl is with. Yeah. He, I kept on like thinking that he was a guy I know before I realized that he looks like a uh, like a fat David Grohl. Sure, yes, I see 1, what you're saying. Thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Which is not a bad look. No, 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 not at all. Uh, but yeah, Richard's driving down the like just a country road in his pickup truck. And uh, he's pissed off because he got called a kid and they styled on him with a coin trick. And also he's Can't still high. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's just kind of like yelling to himself like, oh, kid, oh, I'll show them who's a kid. Oh, and then like punching the roof of his car. Yeah. Uh, that's probably fine. Nothing's going to have bad happen from that. Uh, uh, and then we see a, a scene of a kid and a... Uh, his mom playing where he runs away for a little bit and then just stands there for a while. Right for her to come get him. Yeah, just the worst game of tag. This kid don't understand how fucking tag works. Yeah, I don't under... There's a number of things that happen here that require... <laughs> the way this kid gets hit by the car <laughs> is maybe I... a little contrived. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, uh... yeah okay, yeah, we, we should get ahead of this. Uh-huh. If you think the kid... This, this, this scene of this kid... Uh, dying in this episode is very traumatic and very emotional. Uh-huh. Uh, this is maybe not the episode for this you. This is not the podcast I think for that, you right listen, now. Listen, I think some people just mentally, hey, a kid died, and like that con- yes. that alone conjures enough yes. emotion that it kind of doesn't matter how it's presented. It's going to upset them, and I, I that's totally valid. I don't think any of us find this scene particularly upsetting or dramatic. <laughs> No, and like, no. so when I was watching it initially, I was like, oh, that's fucked. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, as it continued, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. Um, yeah, I, listen, obviously, Richard Horn yes. is the one who kills this kid. But I'm just gonna point out, <laughs> if this mom had Who's taught her victim blame, I'm just saying that if this mom had taught her child the proper rules of tag, he would have run across the street instead of waiting in the middle of the intersection. I just no, not even the proper rules of tag. Just not, uh, just not stopping three quarters of the way through a crosswalk. Also, that yes, uh huh. And just, just thinking that, like, oh, this is a good... I, I understand. This is a child. But also for the mom to be like, yep, that's the way to go. Three quarters of the way through the crosswalk is absurd. I would simply walk alongside my child instead of encouraging him to run ahead. Or or pick a different direction. Yeah. You're, if you are playing a game or just you stop playing the game, you cross the street. Yes. You continue to play the then game. Then you play the game afterwards. Like, I, under- and that's- I understand, obviously. They, it's a small town. It's the oncoming it's a- traffic side, and she's watching that side of the street, and there's nothing coming. I get it. Yes, I get it. But, you know, but- it just... <laughs> as, like, as much as Richard Horn is a monster who murdered a child, I'm just saying, I feel like... <laughs> I've seen better parenting in television shows. That's all. That's all. This is, this is 100% on... Uh, Richard Horn, and somehow additionally 10% on mom. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so yeah, 
they're playing. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton's just watching them play. He's loving it. He's just like, ah. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh, kids. This is what I come to town to see. Families being happy and loving each other. Wonderful. Uh, and they come to... Uh, and, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the intersection. I, I No, I'm just going to get to the part where the guy who waves him through. <laughs> this That's the, the... The thing with him is what made me burst out laughing in this. Yeah, where he just... Yeah. Kinda, yeah. There's a guy stopped at the intersection, and not really sure why he is, but whatever he is. Uh, and uh, they're going to wait for him to go, but he waves them through. So she lets the kid run out into the intersection, and Richard Horn's driving up on this intersection at the same time. Sees that the traffic the, the, uh, is stopped, gets mad, pulls yeah. into the oncoming side, and rams right into the kid and keeps driving. Yeah. Yes. This kid... Uh-huh. Gets... He gets isekai'd so fucking hard. <laughs> he's, he's waking up in a fantasy world with a smartphone. That kid is a boy scout just fucking ruling the school right. in another world. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, um... This whole thing. I'm, I'm, fa- I'm very sorry again, yeah. but also I found, found this hilarious. As someone that generally just, defends most of, like, the weirder shit in The Return, no, I just, this, as a scene of, like, tragedy, this just doesn't work. No, like, I just, it just does yeah. not. It's one of the things where it's like, if you're having this be so melodramatic and so over the top on purpose. Yes. Which, you know, has happened before in the show and has worked on us. Yes. I think, you know, a lot of the Sarah Palmer stuff really works for us. And right. You know, it's, we could. It's definitely not that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, honestly, it's not the mom's acting that ruins this. It's the crowd. No, it's everyone it's around. It's the crowd. Her. Yes. Like, the, the crowd is shot and acting like a Hallmark movie. The crowd is shot and acting like their favorite baseball team just lost. A minor game well, yeah. in the preseason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, the, a the lifetime guy... movie. Hallmark movies don't have this tragedy in yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, the, yes. The guy in the truck who let them pass, yeah. him slowly facepalming, is one of the funniest things I've ever it's seen. Extremely, it, what it's, I told Pris, yeah. what has always hit me about this scene, it reminds me of a shitty uh, Christian movie that you'd watch in, like, church. Like, it's... This kid's about to have 15 minutes in heaven. Right, like, because then Harry Dean Stanton comes out and watches, and he sees the boys... Shitty special effect green ghost soul rise up and out into like the power lines. Yeah, and it just seems uh, like at I think that that's point, literally, I expect a narrator to walk out and look into the camera and be like, "And that's why, before you leave this room today, you need to accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior because that could happen to you." <laughs> yeah, I I need to state for the record, I did not mean like seven minutes in heaven. I meant like the Burpo kid. <laughs> no, I know what you meant. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was just where the, thinking, where the like, kid was dead for fifteen could, minutes. Yeah, someone someone could interpret that wrong. Like Richard is going to keep driving, and then he's going to hit Kevin Sorbo next in the end of God's Not Dead. <laughs> God. Yeah. Also, you you shared like the the supercut of yeah this, like, the shot of him getting hit by the truck is just it's the shot that every comedy uses when they want someone to get hit by a bus. Yeah. I, I I think it's just kind of hard to do that without being somewhat comedic. Yeah. And like, because you know, you want it to be sudden, you want it to be yeah, 
like that the same thing that would make it great for comedy also make it you know great for like a sudden thing of drama and like oh you know this was a normal scene and then it suddenly takes you out of it right it's just the comedy does it so much yeah that it's hard to not think of it well and again i i think this scene would work on the tragic level if you weren't cutting to the crowd and the driver like i think the mom is acting it well she is acting the, like, horror of, like, the shock of just, oh, my God, what just happened? I think Harry Dean Stanton yeah. is acting it well. Of yes. just, like, being the those one are, guy that's going to come great. forward and, like, put a hand on her shoulder and comfort her. But when you yeah, cut it, to everybody else, you're just like, oh, dang, that kid got hit. Oh, nuts. It just sucks all the, like, authentic emotion out of the scene. All of, like, the background, like, extras. Yeah. They accidentally focus too many cameras on them. <laughs> yeah. Also, also really weird that nobody's calling the cops. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, no one's like, did you get the, the license? Because uh, the teacher, she sees Richard Horn. Right, she like yeah, when, makes... he, when he goes by later. Yeah, like they lock eyes as he drives through the intersection. Which means that she's going to get fucked up. Mm. Yeah. Something bad is going to happen to this good person we just met. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, this scene ends with us cutting to... Ah, oh, dang, wouldn't you know it. I believe that is the same telephone pole. This is that telephone pole. Or at least pole. the same numbers. Turns out this was the same intersection from Firewalk with me where Leland had that breakdown this whole time. Ah, oh, dang. It's a real cursed intersection. Sure thing, guys. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I like this scene, but I can't really explain why I like it until we've watched about 15 more episodes of The Return. Uh, well, there aren't well, that many more. Twelve so. more episodes of the return. I can't count. So you can't do it until we're done. Yeah, close to done. Jesus. Maybe, maybe episode sixteen, seventeen, somewhere in there. But yeah, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna listen. I, if we do some work to make this mean something, sure. But right now, I, in and of itself, it doesn't work. It's it, fucking goofy. I think it ends up being a puzzle piece in a bigger mosaic of. Stuff that this show is doing that I like. But also it would also work just fine if they had gotten good extras that could react properly. Uh, yeah, multiple people have said this to us, like in the Discord as well. Yeah. Like, y- y- you know, uh, but also that does not fix the scene. No, I, I not yeah. yet. Not Again. yet. I guess I could become a, this scene defender at some point in my life, I guess. Here's the thing. But- I defend this scene, but not because it like... It doesn't work for me on that level. I just think it's doing other things that it does work for me with. But what yeah. it's doing is not clear, you know? Yeah. But yeah, yes. th- I, there's I don't nothing have you're going to watch to be like, oh, okay, now I am sad that kid got hit by a car. You know, that's not going to happen. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, th- th- you're talking more about, like, a larger, like, the themes and things the show are doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's also, it's not like, oh, that scene's the linchpin to all of this. You could cut that scene and it wouldn't... All the stuff I'm talking about would still be there. It would just have one less, like, support under it, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, so all the scenes going to core are the linchpins. Yes, absolutely. He's so got that little FBI pin. Yeah. Uh, we cut back to... Uh, to the, the guy who died in the diner. Yes. From, in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I forget uh, if we've gotten this Los guy's Angeles. name yet, but it's Duncan Todd. It's not a spoiler. Oh, okay, Duncan Todd. Duncan Sorry, Todd. American I thought... runs on Duncan. Yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, he's just in his uh, 
New York crime office. And aw shit. A red square appears on his Lenovo ThinkPad screen. Please, this is the Las Vegas crime office. Oh, what did I say? New, New, New York. York. Oh, whoops. Yeah, no, sorry. Las this Vegas is the crime other office. crime office, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, David Lynch has only ever had computers described to him, and God bless him for it. <laughs> this, this seems like the type of computer you would have after, uh, like, as, like, part of, like, Oh, like, you know, when you get hired, you know, for this position, you're going to get a company laptop. Right. Yes, totally. But then it just, <laughs> this is the kind of laptop I've got at work. Yeah, I was going to say, the Lenovo ThinkPad is a well-known company laptop. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Classic of all time. But he's, <laughs> you know what, he's doing business, and you can tell he's doing business, because one of the Word docs he's got pulled up says business at the top. <laughs> <laughs> Which I Great, not beautiful. <laughs> Me when I'm not doing crime. <laughs> That's like when those like websites had like like oh this is like a game flash website. But if you click this thing in the top left corner, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're you know the the boss is coming point. Oh yeah, boss we'll, like, key. Yeah, open, yeah. We'll open up a you know like a spreadsheet <laughs> and it'll make it look like you're doing stuff, right? But as he's doing business, a just big red square fades onto the screen. Yeah, and he's just like, hmm. Like, oh, mm, oh, I see. oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. My God, that lady pressed the button that turned the transponder into an orb. I gotta get in my safe. <laughs> yeah, so he's got a safe that he, uh, like, gets a handkerchief to touch even. Like, he doesn't want his fingerprints on this thing. Uh, pulls out a manila folder with just a black dot on it. <laughs> no, officer, I didn't know that safe was in my office. Yeah. <laughs> my, my word. In in my cabinet? No. I guess if you're, he's touching the safe with his fingers. He just used the handkerchief on the um, envelope. But yeah. It's, For some no, fucking reason. Yeah. No, he uses it he uses on the, the dial. Yeah, he uses it on the oh, dial. Yes, you're right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Duncan Todd is perhaps <laughs> not the world's greatest criminal genius. Whose safe is this? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Are you guys... Oh my god, I can't believe it. You think it's my safe? <laughs> I'm just as shocked as all of you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he just pulls this mysterious folder out. And we'll have to find out what's up with that later, because we gotta go over to the Rancho Rosa Estates, where the cops have found Dougie's exploded car and are just collecting <laughs> the evidence. <laughs> the, the guy on top of the uh the roof getting the the Dougie love uh-huh. <laughs> is just incredible. Oh, I found the plate. <laughs> it's on, it's on it's on top of this house that this lady's squatting in. Yeah. David, Union, George, Edward. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, and yeah, the squatting lady just just doing her one one nine thing again, uh, and yeah, I think that's pretty much all we see here, right? Yeah, uh, we co- uh, except for the little crime scene thingies, which I also just think are very funny. I love I love <laughs> when you see the little crime scene evidence flags. Yeah, that's true. They got crime scene evidence flags, but it's all just parts of the car crash, the car explosion, yeah. rather. Uh, and then, yeah, we cut over to, like, a shitty motel where we meet a new character, Ike the Spike. Yeah, I don't care for this. Yeah. Uh, mm. David put a weird little murderer in his show. He put a weird little murderer in his show, and here... Mm. 
I like his performance, and I like what they ask him to do, except, mm, they do think it's funny that he's a little person. They yeah. sure do. The, the thing I instantly tweeted upon seeing this is, I am sure that, uh, you know, uh, David Lynch will be totally normal about this. Yeah. But, like, the way we meet Ike is he is just sitting at his, uh, like, dresser, rolling dice and writing down the results. Yeah, I love this. Like, this is again, some weird guy shit to do. The, like, the writing and the acting of the character, beautiful. Love it. <laughs> it's just... Uh. Like, they, they have this... Like, they write a scene where he has to run after someone because they think it's and funny. And they do it in a wide shot to make sure you can really see that, hey, really this tell. guy's legs are shorter than an adult man's usually are. Ain't that a laugh? Yeah. Yeah, it's not good. Um... Anyway, I'm studying these two people's faces so I can murder well, them. Well, he gets the envelope that Duncan Todd well, pulled out, and as yes. soon as he opens it, Lorraine's theme music comes out. <laughs> Beautiful! <laughs> Perfect! And it just keeps playing while he looks at them with his ice pick that he kills people with, and as soon as he starts stabbing the pictures, the music stops. Yeah. Beautiful! Terrific! It's good. <laughs> yeah. Less terrific will be the I... next scene that Ike's in. Yeah. Yeah, not this so good. That's the one we were complaining about. No problems with. Yeah. God, I forgot this even happened in this episode. <laughs> uh, Christ. Back at Lucky 7 Insurance, Cooper's just having fun. The t- he loves this elevator. The Tep is yeah. trying to get him to come out of the elevator, and it's very clear that this is not Cooper not understanding he's supposed to come out. He just thinks it's funny to just stand there while the doors open and close. Also, he's figured out how to stand in the elevator now. Yeah, he's, he's facing the correct he knows way. How to do it. Yeah, he's proud of himself. And yeah, the, the Tep is just like Dougie, quit messing around. And Cooper's just got a big goofy smile on his face. He's having a great time. He's having a great time. I love. This he's back in his black suit. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He's got, he's got his own coffee now. He's got his own coffee. He's got all his little case files that he did all night. Uh, but then when the door shuts on him, he's like, all right, it's time to stop. <laughs> oh. I gotta stop. And he finally around. starts to come out and the doors close on him. He's like, oh, uh-oh. Uh, uh, and then his I, boss... Starts- I, I said it yeah, last time, but I, I love the intern. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's great. Uh, yeah. And then his boss starts yelling for him to come into his office. And Cooper tries to, like, turn around and walk away. He's, who, well, he's, who's he's yelling like, at me? Yeah, because he says he just says Jones, and I'm Dougie. Oh, that's. True. It looked to me like when like someone's like, okay, I know you've already saw me and caught me, but maybe if I walk away very slowly, you won't notice me leaving. Yeah. Uh, also, the guy who, uh, Dougie uh, called a oh, liar. Yeah, Anthony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is just kind of watching is, all this. Like, what's going on out there? Yeah. He's like, uh-oh, he's got case files, and he's going to the boss's office. Hmm, don't like any of this. No. Hey. No, good. Uh, so, yeah, the temp kind of escorts... What's, what's the matter with these guys? <laughs> uh, the temp escorts Dougie Coop into Bushnell's office, and uh, Bushnell starts looking through the case files, and we get a patented scene where David Lynch yells at you to <laughs> read his movies right. He's like, why am I supposed to make any sense of this nonsense? Make sense of it. Yeah. Okay, let me look harder. Oh, now I get it. I, I like it, oh, actually. I solved it. Yeah, this is good. Uh, Thank you for telling me. Yeah, I, I like the scene. And yeah. also, I like how yeah. D- uh, Dougie Cooper responding, you know, makes sense of it, is played as, like, this ultimate power move. <laughs> right, much like what he <laughs> said, like, or night to the casino guy. <laughs> yeah. 
And like the guy's like, oh shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, and Bush is just like, all right, fine. Let me keep trying to make sense of it. Hey, wait a second. Hey, wait, wait a second. This says I'm getting scammed. These scribbles you've made seem to point to a dark and powerful conspiracy, Dougie. Yeah, like he does. We know that he's getting scammed, but right. like the, he doesn't say anything. He's like, you've given me a lot to think about, and I want you to keep this secret. Oh. You've done good work. Good work, Dougie. <laughs> And meanwhile, Cooper's just looking at the boxing poster of Bushnell from his younger days, and he's just kind of making boxing fists at it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that this scene was going to end with Dougie Cooper punching him. I like, <laughs> I like that Cooper has his coffee in one hand, so he makes a fist with his free hand, and then he has to switch hands to make a he fist with the other hands. hand. He does it with the other one. Yes. <laughs> I, listen, if I, if I were able to stance up right now, this is how I would do Absolutely. it. Uh, Cooper's rate of fucking scrap. Uh, but yeah, Bushnell gone from ready to fire Dougie to, well, now hold on, Dougie. Oh my gosh. Perhaps. Perhaps you're my, my only friend in this crazy yeah. <laughs> mixed up world. I also just like the, the acting choice of uh, Kama Coughlin always drinking his coffee with two hands. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, like it's oh, it, almost the, the entire scene, the coffee is to his mouth, which is great. Yes. Uh, I was going to say too, yeah, again, I feel like this Bushnell being like, Annoyed and frustrated that this uh, these childish scribbles they don't make any sense. Well, wait. If I look at them closer and think about it, though, instead of just dismissing it, it means something. That feels very much like the fucking Lil from Firewalk with Me scene. I think they might have oh, yeah. done one like that last time too with the guy with the green tea because he's like, well, no, I want the thing I said I wanted. Oh, I'll try the green tea. Oh, you know what? Now that I'm trying it and giving it a fair shake. I like it. Maybe maybe it's okay the Twin Peaks the return isn't the Twin Peaks I would have wanted. <laughs> God. I feel like that's the subtext of that. Yeah, maybe. Well, especially because when coffee is such, like, a symbol for Cooper, and this guy doesn't get his coffee, but he gets something he likes even better. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, uh, Cooper did get the I, coffee. He did just drink his I coffee. Don't, <laughs> I, I don't know. We, we don't see how that guy reacts when he drinks coffee. That's true. That's true. But you know, he he was you know grumpy Gus that he didn't get his coffee. Apparently, Meanwhile, he doesn't even like the coffee. He doesn't. He never. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he so. never actually drinks it. Uh, maybe. Which is really means that the people don't like season two. They say they say right. they like Twin yes. Peaks, and yet. Uh huh. Yeah. If you watch this four hour video, you can see. See, popcorn uh, is what you eat at a movie theater. So cream corn is sort of like an ersatz analog to it for television, as opposed to movies. Every time you tell me something about this man's video, I want to kill you. Yeah, I know, right? Now you know how I feel. Luke, do we need to talk? <laughs> no, I mean, I want to kill him. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we cut to the park, and real quick, completely unimportant, I... shouts out to the fucking air this little girl's getting on this swing. <laughs> <laughs> she, she is She is all the way She's up doing there. great. She's getting that up to like a 90 degree angle. Good for yeah, her. She's, she's very nearly there. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I also just like how much uh, Bushnell becomes like a dad. Like, yes. Uh, like sweet old grandpa after being like yes. hard ass. Right, right. He's like, oh, Dougie. Oh. Oh, well, get on out of here, you scamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go do whatever you want for the rest of the day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but some uh, mob goons come up to Janie E. at the park. <laughs> I, beautiful casting on these two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, one of them looks like an extra from The Sopranos, and one of them looks like an extra from Joe Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> it is funny to say, though. <laughs> 
But uh, they're just like, all right, you got the cash, lady. And she's like, okay, well, here's what's going to happen, okay? You, you're going to explain to me how my husband even owes you $50,000. Well, he took he took a bet and doubled down. He owed us 25000 at first. But, you know, no, he, he owed us 20000 and Oh, right, yeah, twenty. you're right, yeah, yeah. But, you know, mob interest, so after, like, two weeks, he owes us more than double that. And she just rips into them with this angry monologue about, like, now you listen here, I am the 99%. We're stepped on by everybody. We drive shitty cars. You're not getting any. Here, here's my offer. I'll give you $20,000 plus $5,000 interest. That's it. That's all you're getting. My bank, you know, has like one. You would be very lucky to get the, you know, 25% interest I am giving you. Yeah. And they're both just it, kind of like stunned in the silence and like. I mean, okay, yeah, we'll take the $25,000. Yeah, I mean, she is holding a, a, a wad of cash that is $25,000. I'm not not taking Yeah, she that. does pull out the big wad of money, and then as she's handing it to them, she like, stands like, what is this world coming to? You two are part of the problem, you know that? <laughs> just storms off. And they're all just yeah. like, this scene rules so much. Naomi Watts, just the greatest of all time. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> it's like... We were talking last time about how this show kind of is doing too much of the, hey, here's the, uh, like, nagging wife stereotype. Like, we're going to do a bunch of different parodies of it and it gets old. She's getting to, like, do stuff. And it's fun to be with her. As opposed to, like, yeah. Frank's wife, which is just... Uh, which is about to happen again and be worse than it was before. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I they, They're going to try to make me feel guilty about it. They're and going it's to not try to make you work. feel ashamed of your words and deeds. Yes, and uh, they can fuck off and die. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I also really love her delivery and just uh, the line. Now, like, he got a $20,000 loan, which you were more than gracious to give him. Yes. But he should not have been gambling like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, just, okay, let me see if I can get this right. People were playing games, and my husband bet some money he wasn't supposed to. Is that right? <laughs> just... I just want to make it clear here yeah, what we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And then, yeah, I just like as she storms off after giving them the money, they're just like, tough dame. <laughs> <laughs> this Damn. is a great moment to call a, a woman a dame. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like. Yeah, because the guy. Go ahead. The Sopranos guy, like, reaching for the money and she just goes, what kind of world are we living in? It's so good. Um, but yeah, like, as opposed to Frank's wife, like, you. We get to see things from her point of view and, like, sympathize with her as opposed to her just being pointlessly unreasonable. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yes, she's kind of acting the same way, but we've spent enough time with her and understand where she's coming from enough to get that. And, like, she's in the right, pretty much. Yeah. Also, like, the situation is so heightened. Yeah, absolutely. That it's easier to wear, like, all of the... Sheriff Truman and his wife's stuff just kind of feels like, like, uh, women, am I right? Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't work. Um, but, uh, yeah, speaking of things that don't work, uh, we get, like, the Spike showing up to murder Lorraine. It's, we kind of already talked about it, it's, again, he just very brutally murders her, and there's lots of wide shots of him running around, because that's funny, because he's got short legs. Uh, the one part of the scene I do like quite a bit is after he murders her and the other woman in this office, he's walking away and looks down and sees that his ice pick got bent, 
but not bent in any way it could possibly get bent in this situation. It got bent in two 90-degree angles. Uh, yes. <laughs> that's a funny joke. That's a pretty good This man having short one. legs is not a funny joke. No. This dude reminds me of Nick Gage. Uh-huh. God. Do you even know who that is? No, I have no idea. I was just kind of going okay. along with it. Thank you. <laughs> I try to be a friend. Yeah. He's also wearing, like, those Halloween bad teeth. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah, he's got very messed up teeth. Uh, Richard pulls off into a field where a different truck is. Uh, you know, yeah, you have to switch cars sometimes when you're doing crimes. But yeah, he sees... Sure. Especially after you've done a crime you didn't mean to. Yeah, yeah. He sees that he's got uh, little boy blood all over the grill of his truck. And uh, gets out, like, some rubbing alcohol to just start cleaning it off. And he's like, ah, it's like, you know... <laughs> I forgot to check for it. I want to say there's, like, the sound that the giant told said to listen for is, like, in the background of this scene, but I don't remember if that's true. I, I don't remember either. Yeah, it's not yep. that important if it is. Uh, Hawk is in the bathroom at the Twin Peaks Sheriff's Department, and, odd oh, dang, he drops a coin. A lot of coin material in this episode. Yeah. I just unlocked coin material in St. Trump, so. <laughs> Uh, and he sees that, uh, you know, it's an Indian head coin. And then he looks over and sees that the bathroom stall door is Nez Perce brand. And he's like, wait a second. Something's missing. It's got to do with my heritage. But but I'm in Twin Peaks where they always undercut that kind of thing. Obviously, it's about the toilet. This sucks. <laughs> this is lame. I hate, I don't like this. It, like payoff for this bit. I Oh, I thought this I thought this was whatever. I liked it just fine, but also it is again, David Lynch has learned zero lessons in twenty five years. Yeah. It just like for like the last like five episodes we like every episode we cut talking, someone goes, Have you found something with Indians? Right. Yeah, that part's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And like for it to be something that Andy could have found on accident the same way and not like, we got, like, a little bit of, like, oh, man, it seems like, like, you know, Hawk's, like, a great, you know, it, it's yeah. his own racist of, like, you know, Cooper said, like, oh, if there's anyone looking after me, I want it to be Hawk, because sure. he's a like, great detective, a great tracker. Yeah. Well, this just seems like, oh, there's, like, a screw missing off this door. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, like, this is just kind of the way prophecy works, though, right? Right. I'll say I like this better than the alternative, which is that we get more, like... Red Room yes. lore shoehorned into Hawk's, like, tribe's history or whatever. Oh, yes. oh, it, yeah. It's a lose just... proposition as soon as that line comes up in episode one, but if given that that's where we're starting, this is the kind of way I'd want it to go. Yeah, I, I guess just, like, the, the bait... I didn't... I wasn't so into, like, he drops it and then, like, He's right on eye level with. Oh the, sure, yeah, I get what you're saying that uh, that you'd like him to like do if, something instead of just luck into it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. I think. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, there's some bolts. I, yeah, I, go ahead. I like the scene of Hawk telling Chad to f shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I love it when Hawk tells. Oh, when anybody tells Chad to shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's the best part of the show. Uh huh. Oh uh, uh, yeah, there's some bolts missing from the top of this door, so he gets a pry bar to start ripping it off because there's. There might be evidence there. Maybe that's what's been missing all this time. Uh, and yeah, Chad comes in with his cup of coffee and his book to just have himself a nice shit. Sure does. I gotta say, why? 
the book I get, no. I cannot condone bringing an open beverage into a public yeah. bathroom. Yeah, no, no, e- not Even okay. if I bring in a closed beverage, I leave it outside of the stall. Same, I don't need any, right. like, errant shit particles getting into my drink. I'm sorry. Listen, I know that, like, there's probably shit particles everywhere. Of course. But I don't need to, like, have it and the toilet in the, my same field of Absolutely. view. Absolutely, <laughs> uh-huh. I understand Chad is posting up to be in there for, like, an hour or two, but even so. Uh, but yeah, Hawk tells him to shut the fuck up and go away, and he finds a bunch of pieces of paper. Uh-oh. Are these Lord Diary pages? Uh, That's what I assumed. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good guess. There's no way you can answer this question, Luke. Move yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't answer the question, but, you know. <laughs> you cannot answer the question. Move on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, we cut over to, like, the dispatch room of the sheriff's department. And uh, Frank's just giving everybody a lecture, like, okay, I know you guys don't like doing paperwork, but you have to do paperwork, actually. Uh, yeah. And his shrieking harpy of a wife shows up to yell at him some more. Now, if she was a harpy, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. Sure. <laughs> uh, and they just, you know, it's the exact same shtick as last time, except we don't even get the black mold line, so it's even worse. Yeah, it's, it's worse. Uh, but as they kind of walk off, Chad's like, I wouldn't take that kind of shit from her. Like, oh, oh, dang. Do you see what happened? They, oh, oh, gosh. Now, suddenly, Chad, the bad guy, is taking the side that we probably feel of this character. Uh-oh. Don't we all feel a fool now? That's not uh, even the reveal. The no. reveal is that, no. like, oh, don't you don't you know that her child died? Don't you know her child committed suicide, and that's why she's like this? Shut the fuck up. God. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, Chad uh, gets a little bit more cool points by making fun of the veteran. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I think I did hear some of that. Oh, he couldn't take it as a soldier, so he killed himself. Now, listen. Listen, I, I, I want to be... I'm do, I was doing it for a bit, sure. but I want to be clear. PTSD, very real. Uh-huh. A lot of people have to become soldiers because of oh, sure. yes. situations that are beyond their control and right. it's trying to get a better life. Yeah. But also the military sucks and there's a lot of guys who are, want to be soldiers because totally. they want to go kill brown people and do American imperialism. Totally. And yes. I don't have any sympathy for those motherfuckers. I also don't have any sympathy for those motherfuckers. We'll never know which one of those camps that uh, Frank's kid fell into because he's dead. Uh, it's true. Yeah, and I'm going to... I'm going to take a wild guess and assume that we're just going to know this fact about them so that, like, we can have that moment of, like, oh, don't you feel bad because you felt that way? Right. Yeah. And I don't really. I can just go, like, oh, I see, like, that you're trying to, like, get me. You're right. trying to do the thing that a comedian in a bad hat does where it's like, I know what you're thinking. Sure. Why is he wearing that hat? <laughs> the line drop of, didn't you know that their son committed suicide, is on, like, the exact same wavelength as the extras reacting to the child death to me. It's both similar levels, like, oh, you just <laughs> you just swung and you missed on that one, huh? I also just don't care about the delivery. It doesn't matter. It's oh, just yeah, a yeah, it's dumb just thing delivery. to do. It's the, it's the writing of it. It's everything. Yeah, yeah. It just, it yes. just lands with just a whomp. Yeah, it's like, okay, great. Shut the fuck up now. Yeah. 
but hey, there's a pretty good band playing at the Roadhouse tonight. <laughs> pretty pretty good band. Pretty good band. I forget what yeah. they're called. But I like them. Uh, yeah. It, it's like named after like the main singer. Yes, so. it is. Yeah. We got to this and I was like, there's no way the episode's ending here. Nothing's happened yet. <laughs> uh, and then sure enough, the episode ended. A child died, Molly. How dare you? I try, uh, you know what? You got me there. A child did die. <laughs> I saw his soul absorbed by electricity lines, sh- and yet nothing happened in this fucking episode. Dougie had yeah, a it, good it sh- day at work. <laughs> it's Sharon Von Eaton. Okay. Or Eaton. Uh, Sarah Palmer is listed as being in the credits, but I don't remember seeing I her. also don't remember She's seeing in the title her. sequence. <laughs> When her face shows up on the screen <laughs> during the credits, I guess. Yeah. Oh, wait, Laura or Sarah? I. Laura. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, she's listed. She's been listed in every. Yeah, episode. I think Laura gets credits okay. in every episode because of exactly that. Yeah. I I just hadn't noticed it before. Yeah. It would, the credits yeah, yeah. are she's alphabetical. Been... I kind of wish they were by appearance, so you could kind of like, oh, yeah. right, this moment in the episode, right. Could. I thought that it said by appearance, and so I was like, oh, yes. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's alphabetical. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I misread that then. Uh, but yeah, that's part six of The Return. Let me just take a quick uh, look on Wikipedia to remind myself what happens in part seven. Probably events. Probably events. Uh, I I would ho- Listen, we're close to the one that people talk about, so something is going to happen soon. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. There, a couple things happen in next episode. Great, love to hear it. I think a couple things that would be described as events happen next time. I I do find it funny looking back at now where you're like, hey, to say that next episode a kid dies. Yeah, uh-huh. And we're like, oh, Jesus. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and now we're like, Isakai. What was funny last time was when we were talking about the... I thought it was a child I cared about. The car bomb thing, and I was like, oh, they would never kill a kid. Come on. Anyway, next time, content warning for child death. Yeah. I just... Also, random child I've never seen before, as opposed to, like, this child I know is in a bad situation. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, the child that died seemed like they were in a pretty good situation, except their mom sucked ass at teaching them how to play fucking tag. It's true. It's an easy game. Children invent it independently, <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yep. Just saying it was avoidable, I, I, lady. It, it's their own version of tag where, uh, yeah, again, he has to, like, freeze so that she can catch yeah. him. This is, which, yeah. This is even how freeze tag no. works. This is not it. Which, yeah, I'm just saying, lady, you don't have to give yourself that handicap. You have much bigger legs. <laughs> <laughs> you can cover more ground than yeah. him. Um, Alright, we gotta move on because we're being rude. <laughs> <laughs> this is past the point where I'm comfortable with it now. Okay. Uh, I asked people to ask us about hidden characters, car accidents, and magic tricks. Yep. Uh, from at Smoothie2D. Which of Cooper's weird uh, Black Lodge powers would you want to have? Lie detection or knowing when to get a jackpot? Mmm. I mean, I think I would like to win a lot of yeah. money for free. Yeah, you can lie to me all you want. I, I'm winning millions of dollars at Vegas. Yeah, and then you're gonna get beat up. Yeah, but then I leave with the money. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, I, I will wrap some ice cubes in a couple uh, hundred dollar bills and put it on my face to put the swelling yeah, down. Yeah. 
I, I, I don't even know if you would need the ice cubes because that's just cold hard cat. Hey, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I could buy I could buy the fanciest frozen vegetables to put on my face. <laughs> Dijon vegetable. <laughs> I'm putting. I am putting straight up prime rib on these wounds. I don't know why. Like the, the, the idea tickles me so much of the fanciest frozen vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I went to Whole Foods, dog. <laughs> yeah, you just put like, like, yeah, like ribeye steaks on both right. eyes, like it's like fucking <laughs> like cucumbers. Like the cucumbers. And then you're just like throwing it into like a like stack of them into the, in the trash. <laughs> yeah. I don't need these ones. These ones have lost their flavor. <laughs> uh, from Juneberry Cake, uh, what magic trick would you want to do to assert dominance over someone? Ooh, okay. Uh, it would just be the simple, like, think of a card. Is this your card? Yeah. Because then it shows them in their head. Sure, if I could take their nose, but actually take their nose. Uh, what about the one where you, like... Uh, you eat the bullet when somebody shoots it at you, and you just chomp down on sure. it. Sure. I, I, I would show them that Classic I... Classic Penn and Teller uh-huh. I, I fear no pain by removing my own thumb. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what if Red did that? <laughs> but it was acting the exact same. And then the thumb came out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be great. He, like, just, like, opens up both of his hands and the thumb, like, the... De- like taken off thumb is just like hanging in space yeah <laughs> now i wish that happened that would be really good <laughs> uh from uh modern 1983 with mike and, uh mike in all caps yeah. enjoy lemming since it's basically what he's doing with uh cooper dougie right now <laughs> wait sorry i didn't i didn't catch that say that again would Mike enjoy Lemming since it's basically what he's doing with Cooper slash Dougie right now? Oh, I see. <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> Go the other way. Go the other way. <laughs> is it Lemmings uh, or is it like Seaman? <laughs> no, Lemmings did that. Did it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. It's just there. You have a lot of. Them. I guess I'm just thinking. Yeah, he's just got from Mike's perspective. He's just looking through a screen or something at Dougie and just like, I don't know. Maybe if I throw some like ping pong balls at him, that'll make him like clean up. Maybe I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike is playing Pac-Man 2 The New Adventures. <laughs> he, he, you know, he's playing Hey You Pikachu. <laughs> there we go. We found it. Cooper, pick up <laughs> case file. God damn it. He's going back to the bathroom, son of a bitch. <laughs> this uh, must have been what it was like to see Homestuck happening, like, in person. Like, God damn it. <laughs> Who put in the command to go through all these board games? Uh, do you think any of the Black Lodge spirits would be gamers? <laughs> Pierre's got to have like a Game Boy or oh, something. Yeah. He's got like a Switch now. Yeah, yeah. Pierre is racked up so many kills in Fortnite. <laughs> the next time we see Pierre, he's going to do a Fortnite dance. <laughs> 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 can we can we put Dale Cooper in Fortnite? <laughs> it's the real. <laughs> It's like, yeah, it's th- it's him. Uh, Dead Laura Palmer. Dead Laura Palmer. Yep. Uh, and uh, like the monster from the first episode of this. And people are like, why would they do that? Like, it's easy to model. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, we don't yeah. have to worry about the licensing. Right. <laughs> really hard but, to shoot. It'd be a really overpowered skin. Yeah. 
Ooh, but, <laughs> hey, the Kamehameha is one thing, but if you could just eat somebody's face and hollow out their head... <laughs> Fucked up. <laughs> well, like, the, the, the power-up you'd get would just be a, a, a good cu- cup of joe. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, that's it for questions. Okay, great. <laughs> great. Luke, where can we find you on the internet? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, such as Eidolon Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast uh, where we play Eidolon Become Your Best Self, a game uh, written by me and Molly. Uh, we just released the first draft of the second edition on the Patreon, uh, as opposed to the first one, which was a, a Powered by the Apocalypse game. Uh, we made this new one completely from scratch. All the rules, we invented them. We did, we did, we did that. We did. People should give us $5. We also, we also haven't named it, so maybe at some point we could do that. Uh, what do you mean? The the system. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we, we should come up with a cool name for our system. We should come up with a cool name. Yeah. Uh, we're also right now releasing episodes of Eidolon Against, which is a pirate adventure inspired in part by the music of Against Me. Uh, Molly's in that. And uh, I think by the time you listen to this episode two, three th- is up on the Patreon. yeah three is out on the Patreon two is out for free, uh, which means we're just a few short weeks away from the beginning of season three. Very excited for Idol on Disco Ska. Yes, extremely excited. Yeah. Yep, Ashley. Find me at Yearly Burnton underscore Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah, Ashley, you're Ashley, fucking, you're fucking money. money. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com, iNemeo.com, uh, the psychobuzzgame.club, uh, the Hypnospace Outlaw episode is out of Journal Updated. It's a good time, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Good game, good pod. Yeah. Thank you. Um... And you can go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner, give us a little money for the website hosting. Um, thank you if, if you could do that. We would love that. Uh, leave us a review wherever you can leave us a review and tell people how cool we are and talk about our show and just tell them that we're the only Twin Peaks podcast. Yep. The only one? Because for the moment, Ready? that's yep. true. Yeah. Somebody might make one in the future, but somebody. I don't know why they would. It's, somebody else yeah. might be making one right now, but eh, that's fake. Yeah. I don't believe in any of that. They're a doppelganger. IMO. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyway. That's it? Anybody? Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the... I'm just skimming oh, the yes. wiki page for the next episode. I don't think there's much in terms of content warnings. Um, uh, references to rape, I guess uh, you could say. That's about it. Sure. Really. I don't think there's too much in terms of Which, like bad depictions of things. Yeah. Is kind of just a a thing that the show is about, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know, when, a, if it's surfacing in a particular way, you know, uh, I'll yeah, no, yeah. still, still highlight it if I, I just, can. Yeah. But yeah, there there will be discussion of rape in the next episode. Okay. Yep. Uh, Ashley. Until next time. Damn, fine, Joe. <laughs>